We're back. <laughs> oh God. Oh, there's so much to talk about. I don't even want to do it. Let's 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 just start. Let's just go. And new video, new season of Part Me, Alex. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome video. video. Thank you. I was sitting on my computer last night at, hmm, I don't know, 1130. Should be in bed, you know, should be getting ready for my long days at work. And uh, I was like, well, you know what? Oh, crap. Wrong color really wrong color. Okay. That's kind of better. All right. I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? It's a new season. Let's, let's just do a new video. So I spent about a good hour on that. I know it doesn't look like, much, but I don't have those Like I have skills, but not those skills, you know? So I, I did what I could. I thought it was great. Uh, there's no way I could have put together a video. So yeah. However, I did finally make an attempt at some uh, PMA shirt designs. So y'all just be waiting for some new for some new merch out there. I'm excited. Yeah. No, I saw those. Um, I'm gonna. We're. I'll look at them more closely. I was trying to look at them while I was driving, and I was like, "This is not going to end well." So, I. Uh, I. I'll just have to look at them when we're done with this. But yeah, man, I am. I don't even know how to explain how ready I am for basketball season. I know. Same here. Like Scotty is too. If any of y'all are wondering what I'm, what I'm rubbing out of frame, it's this guy. What are you rubbing out of frame? No, he looks like the meanest cat in the whole world, but I promise he's like the sweetest little, sweetest little gentle giant you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I realize now that my name still says Alex can't see out of one eye. That was what I that was from earlier because I legitimately couldn't see out of one eye. So I probably might as well roll with it. I'm I'm leaving it. I'm leaving. I don't know if I could change it, so I'm leaving it. Um <laughs> anyway, so season seven. We've been doing this for seven years. I cannot believe that. Right? That's correct, right? When I was typing that the other day, just getting ready for this and like, you know, just again getting ready. I I was looking back. I was like, wait, this is, we've been doing this for seven years. Is that right? Seven. Cause I feel like the other day I had a memory pop up on my Facebook and I want to say it was five years ago. You were saying follow our podcast. We started last season, but I'm not positive. It's either six or seven. I mean, I mean, honestly, the only way it, we're, I'm going to know is if I go back to last season and I, when I put on there on Spotify, what, season and then episode it is that's the only way i'm gonna know so i i think it's season seven i really do i if it is it's that's it's been a crazy and wild wild season so i mean it's or, or, or seven years like it's been i yeah it's crazy yeah i know it is what what are your thoughts what are your feelings about been doing this for seven years Seems like we just started yesterday. 
But at the same time, it feels like we've been doing it forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's so true. It, that's so true. I honestly, when I saw that, I was like, there's no way we've been doing this for that long. Like, just absolutely no way. And then I just sat and thought about it. I was like, well, God dog, maybe maybe we have. You know, like, it's it's been a crazy ride. We've gone places. We've seen a lot of seen a lot of basketball in many different countries, Britain, states, auditoriums, arenas. Um, it's it's been a it's been a wild ride. I tell you what, it has. I mean, but it is. It's like our life calling. It's like who knows when it started and when we got here because we've been doing like we've been doing this for so long, just not in an official capacity. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, I think the only way for me to know if it's been six years or seven years is if I look back, let me look. I'm looking back at our summer podcast. Back to check. Oh, it said season five. Crap. So it's season six. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought, but ah. close. Oh, no, I have to change it. Now I feel like a goofball. I don't know where I got seven from. Oh, well. Okay. So it's been, okay, so six years. <laughs> but still, six years is a long time. It's a long time. That's still a long time. Okay, well, now I have to fix a couple things, but I'll, I'll fix that later. It's no big deal. No big deal. NBD, is, as the as the kids say, right? I don't know. Okay. But we have a lot to discuss, a lot to get through. I don't want to be here for five hours talking. I mean, I could, we could be here for five hours talking about it. So much we love lumberjack basketball, but you know, I have, we have things to do places to go, people to see um, beds to sleep in work to do. So we have to just jump right in. All right. So what's first on the docket? What's first on our list, Jacqueline? You're, you're my, you're the notes queen. So what, what's first? I am. Um, we can do quick life updates. What do you got? I know you have some new, big new stuff. I can't remember if we discussed it in our last one or not, but even if we did, you'll have updates. So, yeah, I think I, I think the biggest update in my life, and I think I did mention it in the last podcast, um, our summer one was, just my job. <laughs> uh, so I have a new position at work. I'm still working at Angelina College down in Lufkin. Um, I still teach. I'm still technically an instructor slash professor, whatever you want to call me at Angelina. Uh, but I am now the chair, which is like, I guess um, it, it, it's not an I guess. It is a promotion. I am now head of a very, very large department the largest, I think, on the campus. Why they decided to put me in charge of that, I couldn't tell you. I um, Anyway, so I, I go from literally answering to people to I am the person people answer to. So it's been a big life adjustment and change. A lot of the free time I used to have, I don't have anymore because I feel like my whole life is just dedicated now to <laughs> that job. Still trying to work out the work-life balance. It's been a struggle um, because I've never done this type of position before. So I'm the chair of the social and behavioral sciences division at Angelina College, which includes these areas that I oversee. Obviously, the area I teach for, which is speech, history, government, psychology, sociology, soon to be social work and physical education, which includes all the coaches. 
So I have a lot to do, a lot to do. Um, so it's it's a lot on my plate. I'm excited. It's different. It's a challenge. Uh, it's a big step up career wise, which is really cool. But like I said, it's it's a, it's a big deal. Um, obviously, that did come with a little bit of a raise, which is nice because it's a lot to do. But at the same time, it's um, it's a lot of work. So that's what I've been up to. Majority of my time has been doing that. Obviously, you know, watching the Astros. <clears throat> Uh, hopefully go for another pennant and another world series. So we will see about that. Um, what else is happening? Same old, same old, everything else in the personal life is the same, you know, going to trivia, working at the brewery, go for down your brewery, purple lights, baby. Um, but yeah, that's the main update and life update on in in Nacogdoches on, on my end. Wait a minute. Hey, Kyle. He called us kiddos. Makes me feel so young. And youthful. I know. Oh. No, that's oh. awesome. Very well deserved. Thank you. Appreciate that. And you do a great job. That's why they chose you. I know I, I, again, and I'm not one for compliments when it comes to like work stuff. Cause I just, I don't know. It always makes me feel weird when people say like, Oh, you're doing such a good job. I'm like, thanks. Like, but I'm doing my job. Like that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, but I have been getting a lot of compliments on, I mean, I've only been doing this particular job for since August. So, um, it's a learning curve. I've never, like I said, done something like this before. So it's been a challenge and it's been, um, it's been slow goings, but it feels nice to know that I haven't effed anything up royally yet, but I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting there. I, I have a feeling that it may come eventually where I make a complete and utter huge error and I'm having to like clean up messes. I'm hoping it's not that crazy, but you know, when you're a supervisor over 40 plus employees and overseeing one of the biggest departments and divisions on campus, it's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so many moving pieces. But anyway, so that that's that's kind of where I'm at personally and professionally. But uh, yeah. What about you, Jax? So main like big thing for me, and you already knew this, I mean, not even necessarily for me, but um, my mom got a job in Tyler at the Christus Heart Hospital. Uh, so now she is in Tyler most weekdays. Um, so that's been a big adjustment for mm -hmm. everyone, me, her, and my dad. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> But yeah, so she stayed here with me the first few weeks till she kind of got adjusted to work and all that. Then this this part I haven't even updated you on because it's just been so like hectic. But um, so my dad brought their RV down here for mom to stay in. Right. Uh, she stayed in it a grand total of one week, and then dad's like, "Well, we should trade it in and get a bigger one since you're going to it more often." And I'm like, I don't necessarily disagree, but maybe give it more than a week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my dad's, you know, one of those people, when he makes a decision, he wants it done like yesterday. So there. So they called me on a Saturday morning. They went and bought a new bigger RV. So that weekend they come down, dad drives the, the current RV back to neck, has, has a blowout on the RV on the way back in Mount Enterprise. 
thank God, like doesn't cause an accident or anything, pull, has to pull over on the side of the highway and jack up the trailer. I mean, the RV, <laughs> take off the blowout tire, put on the spare tire, drive it back to NAC. Uh, mom stays with me that week. Then the next weekend he drives up the new one. So anyway, now she's all settled, bigger, newer, nicer RV. Um, Must so be now, nice. Yeah. So now whenever she's traded an RV for a big, bigger RV. Yeah. So now, which they were planning on doing anyway, when she, Okay. Well, that's fair. I didn't know that they, okay. Um, but he just decided now that she's going to be saying it more often. Yeah. Pull the trigger on it now, um, which will be good. Cause then when he comes up on her day off during the week, he can stay there. They have a little more room. All that. So yeah. So now I'm going to be seeing my parents more uh, during the week because mom's here and dad right. will be on her day offs. Right. So yeah. I guess main question is, did he buy it from his former employees? No, because they definitely don't have for travel money. <laughs> Woo! Oh my. Those things are pricey. And well, that's the thing I was sitting here thinking. I'm like, you just, you have an RV and then you just, just that's what I was thinking. Like, that's, if, if, I didn't know what, what brand he got or what, oh, you know, yeah. I was like, for travel? Fuck. Yeah. For travel are motor homes. So they are like an independent vehicle. What right. my parents have is an RV that has to be pulled by a vehicle. And you have to have a whole different classification of driver's license to drive a motor home because that's basically like a huge bus right yes yeah so okay. not one of those um all right yeah um pretty much that and then really my only other thing and i think i mentioned it some on the last one but i'll just recap it again here i had some stomach issues over the summer so if anyone sees me and i look like i have lost weight you are correct. I have, um, but there's there's the nice reasoning why. If you want to know all the details, I will share them with you. But I will promise you, you wish that you didn't ask. Um, so we just leave it at that. Um, I. It's not it. because you did anything different personally. You had you. Yeah. There was zero. There was zero helping it. Right. I'm I'm finally on the up and up. Appetite's mm -hmm. back. Stomach's good. I'm eating normally again. Thank God, because you know how much you love uh, to eat. Anyone who knows me, you know, <clears throat> like wanting to eat has never been an issue. Um, there are some photographic evidence floating around of me now <laughs> that is less than flattering. You finally got your appetite back and you were just shoveling, just less than flattering of me literally shoveling it in. Um, but anyhow, so now I'm, now I'm just trying to slowly work back into my, my running and workout routine, but, um, yeah, you know, it has to be slow going because, uh, you know, you hit a certain age and the muscles and the joints just don't go from zero to a hundred, um, without causing a domino effective issues. So I tell you what, yeah. I completely understand that. Uh, well, you know, I, I am really glad you gave an update about your mom because I've been wondering what the current status was of that. So 
So good to hear that things are going good and and better with that. And I'm I'm glad she's enjoying her new job, if anything. Yeah, she loves yeah. it. Um, and it, it's nice having her here. We we try to hang out once a week, usually on Tuesdays, so we can watch only murders in the building because we love that show. Well, good. Yeah. I love me. While we're at it, I mean, it would be cool going from place to place, you know, if, if you could put a my plates on that uh, RV, but I digress. I digress. Yes. Um, speaking of my plates, idea. I know. Speaking of my plates, I mean, we're back for a new season and guess what? My plates is still on our cars and we love our my plates. Uh, why should you get an SFA my plate? Well, guess what? I don't think a lot of people know this, but when you purchase a sweet SFA my plate, athletic teams, SFA, basketball, football, if you're a fan, softball, all the athletic teams get about 50% of that purchase price. I didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that till I bought on my plate. And no wonder we keep renewing them because it's an easy way to support your lumberjacks. If you're a real fan, you have my plates. So it's just a Stephen F. awesome way to support your teams. Whenever you own a my plate and you renew it, SFA athletics teams not only gets 50, it gives. 95% of that fee. So not just 50% now, 95% of that fee. So every time you renew, they get more money, more money, more money, which is great. If you don't want to pay it all right away, that's understandable. We ball on a budget. So if you can't afford it all right away, you can get one year, three year, five year terms, and you can do a layaway option. You can pay it off over a five or so month term. And there you go. You got your my plate and your boom. You're looking cooler than five. I have to say, I love the my plates, but the there are so many pros to having a my plate. They're cool. They're fancy. You support your jacks monetarily and, of course, spirit wise. The only drawback is that I can't go anywhere without anyone knowing where who where where I am. That that is a fact because people I can't hide. You come in from a mile away. Don't be trying to do any recon or be sneaky or do anything that you don't want to be spotted doing because I have to take a different car if I want to hide. Yeah. Those purple plates. I mean, people spot them from a mile away. People will spot me places that I didn't even see them. And I got my head on a swivel 24 seven. Yeah. Because I they can't see if I speed and I pass somebody that knows my car, they'll immediately text me and be like, where the hell are you going so fast? I'm like, I'm late to work. Like I can't do anything wrong in my car is what I'm saying. Right. Not that I break laws, anybody <laughs> but I'm just saying I can't do anything wrong in my car. If I'm jamming down the highway going 75 and, you know, rocking out to some music in my car, someone's going to call me on it. It's happened. Yeah. Happens at least once a week. I, anytime I go anywhere and I park, I have to make sure I park perfectly because heaven forbid, if I'm too far, I'm going to get a phone call and or a text message and a picture. You can't hide. So that's the only drawback. <laughs> but they are awesome. People always notice them and comment on them. Thank it's you. a nice way to add a little purple, you know, razzle dazzle, little flare to the car. Um, I agree. And like Alex said, you can put it on a payment plan. We love a good payment plan. We love a good payment plan in this household. We, we got lots of more things coming up that we will share with y'all on future episodes that you can also put on payment plans that also contribute to SFA Athletics. That's right. That's right. Those are those are incoming. TB, TB, not TBD, but to be 
continued TBC. Yes. Um, so anyway, hop on to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks, get yourself a $50 rebate, go purchase it. It only takes a few minutes and then you'll get those beautiful purple plates in the mail and just absolutely support your jacks in the coolest way possible. So get those my plates today. All right. What's next on our docket, my darling? Well, really quick, I want to just say one thing. So if y'all look at our little background here that Alex put up, which is the uh, Dylan, the uh, little infographic that men's basketball did of the schedule, which is really cool. Um, definitely make sure that you're following SFA men's basketball on all social platforms. Um, I just caught up on some of their videos today and Alex and I loved it when they used to do the little uh, ask the Jacks videos during the games. Um, so they have a few of those style videos up and got to give kudos where it's due because uh, they're doing really great work on those videos, whoever they have running them. I don't know exactly who it is now or I would shout them out specifically, but um, mm -hmm. they did you see the one where they were having they had multiple different players. They were having draw the uh, mascot or the logo for each yes. of the schedule. Hilarious. Yes. It was so funny, but some of them were really good. Like, like Ethan, hello. Like he was killing it. Really good. I was yeah. shocked. Like I want to know what art classes these men have been taking and like what, what, what other artistic abilities were they holding out on us? Like, for sure. I, some of them were really impressive and I was just really shocked. I would hundred percent have stick figures. I would have like arrows pointing to things to like explain what they were. I'm just not a great draw. And not, especially not with that. a little like dry erase marker on a dry erase board. Like that's all they were working with. It's I know. I, I know. No stencils, nothing. They're just eyeballing it from a logo. So that's uh, really, really good. Really good. So you're right. And yeah, the videos that they've been putting out recently, especially um, especially for the new players, the players that are new to the Jacks, um, they've done one so far with Miles, um, which we'll, we'll talk about all the guys in a second. Miles with Frank, with they just posted Ethan's today. So which we okay. know Ethan, but we don't know him as a player. So right. that's fair. So I, I saw the one with Miles and one with Frank, but I guess I checked it before they put up the new one with Ethan. So I will be uh, excited to see that because yeah, so let's let's get into it. We'll talk about the returners first, then we'll talk about our our new guys on the scene. Um, so take it away back at it again with our first return. Oh, we are back at it again, baby. Lumberjack, stand up. Let's go. We have a great returning crew. Do we not, Jacqueline? Holy great. crap. Like it's one of those things where I, I am just so pleasantly pleased at the amount of lumberjacks that decided to come back. Because as we well know, it is so easy nowadays to just pick up and move and go somewhere else. You know, with yep. the new NIL stuff, with the transfer portal, if you don't like where you're at, it's 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 an easy move for them nowadays. And so, yeah. so not feelings. I exactly. Mean. That's another day. But anyway. Quick. I know it's that that's a whole nother day. I'm going to save that rant for another day. Anyway, um, it, just blessed, blessed that we only lost a few, obviously the ones that we lost I wish nothing but the best and happiness for you um, and success on wherever you go. But the, the group that we have returning, I am just stoked. 
first off, we got our boy, the silencer. You saw him in our pre in our video. We got Trell. Oh. If you if you're a fan of if you're a fan of ours, you and you've listened to our previous podcast episodes, you know how much we adore. I mean, we love them all, but you know how much we adore this man. He is some he's like a sunshine on a cloudy day. His smile lights up a room, first of all. Second of all, when Trell gets excited. We all get excited. Everyone gets excited. Every, everyone gets excited from the little babies to the freaking grandmas. Everybody gets excited. Trell is just one of those once in a lifetime type players that you just can't help but cheer for and you just can't help but get attached to. He's just electric. Um, you know, he's a guard, he's a junior, so we still get at least. Fingers crossed. Another year with him after this one. Um, and we just absolutely adore this guy. And I hope everyone else does too. He's just, like I said, a once in a lifetime player. Um, he's a Chicago boy. He's from Illinois. He His his hair game is off the charts, first of all. Love it. Off the charts. Um, so anyway, he came to us in, I believe it was... 2021, 20, 22 seasons. We've had him for two years. This would be the third. Yeah, or is the third. I think this is the third season. This would be the third. So he transferred here from from Kansas, where he was playing, you know, under Bill Self, and uh, he only appeared in nine games, so he really wasn't there very long. But I mean, we know what Trell can do. If you're a fan of the Lumberjacks, you know exactly what Trell can do and what he can bring to the table. Um, it's just making sure all of them, including him, stay healthy. That's like the biggest for me. Like if I could define or say one thing about this season, that is my wish and my hope and my prayer is that it's just healthy, just healthy. Because if we can stay healthy we are going to be unstoppable. Totally. Totally. Like I say that with full confidence. Like I think this team, I mean, I love, I mean, all the teams have been, you know, there's only been a few seasons where things just, you know, really didn't go our way and we didn't even make it to the conference tournament type teams. Um, but I, this team that they've put together, they did such a good job in the off season. One of the pros, and there's not many pros of not, you know, going very far in the conference tournament or going to the, you know, the big dance, but man, one of the pros is that you get a head start and jump start on recruiting and, and working that transfer portal. And we took advantage of it. Um, if you go back and listen to the podcast, then when we talked to coach Keller and in, in the Alex and Jacqueline locker room, um, you'll you'll hear all about that. So if you haven't heard and, and or listened to that podcast, that's a great one to go back and listen to because we really go into depth and detail, especially Keller does as well about each of these guys. But um, yeah, so that that's a long way of me saying I'm excited to have Trell back. But we're also so excited to have the rest of these guys back. So let's run through them. Um, we also got Nana, our hometown boy, back on the team and my God, are we so happy that he's okay to play. I was so glad to see him the other day looking strong and healthy. Looking and strong. That cat needs to lose some LBs, Jacqueline. Good he God. Is, he is being so needy today. Y'all have no idea. 
Jesus. Just, I mean, anyway. So we got Nana back again. I, I don't, I, I, for those who don't, I don't know how you couldn't remember, but for maybe those who maybe didn't watch the game where he was just very drastically violently injured. Um, it was, it was to the point where we weren't even sure if that poor boy was going to be able to even play again or hell even be functioning normal again. Like it was that traumatic yeah. of an injury. So the fact that he was able to make a full recovery after that being in a neck brace and having surgery and all of the things that are happening. Like it's, we are so, we are, I mean, obviously we're so thankful, but I'm just so glad he's okay. Yeah. But even more excited for him to be on the team, back on the team. He's a senior. Um, so he's coming into his last season. Um, and I'm just, I'm very, very excited to see Nana back on the court. I'm sure everybody else is too. Uh, moving on to another junior we have returning. My God, he is like, the workhorse of this team. Like he puts the team on his back legitimately at any turn, every moment at any time we can always count on him to literally give 120%. Even when this boy has injuries, shoulder, everything he played through torn, ligaments, shoulder injury, labor, all the things. He went, he was wearing two shoulder braces half the season. Like literally half mobility of his right shoulder when he's right-handed. And he was still killing people. He was playing at half capacity, basically, shoulder-wise. And he was still kicking everybody's butt. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sedadrian. Day Hall. Mm. And such a, just a cool, just a good, good guy. Like, so genuine and absolutely super sweet. Things to say about him. Absolutely. I, I agreed. Super sweet. Very, I mean, every time we see him, he always smiling face, gives us a hug. Like, very, very, very appreciative of everybody's support um, type of guy. I mean, all of them are. All of them are. Next one, we got our boy, senior, Kyle, a.k.a. Matt Heyman. I think this is Matt's year. I really do. No, I mean, obviously, it's his last senior season, so it kind of has to be his year, right? Um, but – he, we got to see him a little bit last season. We got to see, you know, the type of player he can be. Obviously, I think he'll get some more minutes this year. Um, but I think, I think Matt is going to have a breakout season. You know, I, I, I just do. I have I mean, a feeling. I have a feeling, Jacqueline. New, new on the scene last year, and he still made a big splash. And Ooh. you know, by the end of the season, I feel like was really. He was finally turning the and Getting, getting in the mix. So I'm super, super excited and anxious to see, mm-hmm. see what he does and gets into this season. So. I mean, he was a great sixth man off the bench. You know, he'd come in at very crucial moments, giving people breaks, and he still was able to produce some really good quality minutes. And I feel like it's just, it's just going to get even better from there, honestly. So I, I really, I really have a feeling just deep within my soul that this is going to be a really good year for Matt. I really do. Plus Matt loves it when we talk shit to the refs. 
Yeah. So uh, a fast, yeah. Little side story for everyone. La uh, weekend before last uh -huh. um, at the football game, the sawmill six man, uh, which we'll have more info on that coming up soon for y'all. Um, they had a, a table with all the guys. So we did get to meet a few of the new players. We didn't really get to, um, you know, chit chat with them as much as we would like, but I told them plenty of time coming up for that. Y'all are going to get sick of hearing us uh, behind the bench. We're always right back there. You'll hear us. Um, and Matt very candidly said, yeah, they, you know, they give the refs hell the whole game too, or they talk shit to the refs or some, something along those lines. Um, all I could do is laugh. I couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't really argue with it. Uh, no, I mean, he spot on. I mean, Hey, so. yeah, I mean, you, you get what you deserve. I mean, if you make a bad call, buddy, I'm going to tell you, it's just, it's just fact, you know, that's, that's just how things go. But anyway, so excited for Matt to make his comeback here. Uh, next senior we got on the list is Jaleel. Oh my gosh. Okay. lot to say about Jaleel. Obviously last season he was down and out for a little while with a big foot injury, came back, Really, really made a difference um, under the basket, playing post down there. Um, obviously still recovering, though, from an injury. But, man, when I tell y'all, I mean, he was he played well last season, but he's, he's lost some LBs. They put him through a rigorous training regimen in this offseason, and he is looking slimmer, faster, stronger, you name it, Jaleel's looking good. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he, I think he's going to have a great impact this year um, under the basket. I really do. Yeah. Because he wasn't last year, he, he heard all of these amazing things about Jaleel, and then he really wasn't able to show us everything he could do because of his injury. And then even when he came back from his injury, he still wasn't 100%, you know? So, because there was times where he couldn't, he was only able to get in for a few minutes and then he had to sit. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see him. Cause like you said, I, you can tell he's really leaned up and firmed up. Uh, for oh, really? And I, I had a few moments to chat with uh, Latrell at the um, football game two weekends ago. And mm -hmm. he said, you're not, not even going to believe what you see from Jalil this season. Um, he was just singing his praises uh, and dad and I were talking about it. And, you know, we both said exactly what you said. We, no one really got a, got a, an accurate, you know, um, view of what all he can do last season. Cause he never got a fair shake because he was always either completely injured or battling an injury or rehabbing something. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think, I think his shot at being able to actually go full force healthy is going to be a completely even more improved and different player than what we saw from him last season. So I, I, I couldn't agree more. Very excited to see what Jaleel's going to bring as well. Uh, last senior on the list, we got one of the, I love them all. I do love them all, but there's just something about this. We love, we love them all, but Ah, this oh, game is so funny. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Our boy, the juice, AJ. Could you 
Our sweet AJ. And he, he is such a sweet player too. I know I keep saying that about all of they them. Are. They, they are, but the, these, all of them, all of them, the new boys, we haven't really met them really, uh, but, but we've heard nothing but positive. They're just good boys. Like they're just good, you know, very like very genuine. genuine. Very, uh, but AJ for God's sake. Um, you know, they just, they just all mesh really well and work really well together. They're all very uplifting and appreciative of each other and very appreciative of, um, you know, any of the fan support they get. Uh, and AJ is one of our favorites. He, I just can't with AJ. He, do y'all hear this? What in the hell? Now, because I've been ignoring Scotty, he has brought me this donut cat toy meowing like he's bringing me prey that he caught me. This is, this is what happens in my house. If I ignore the cat, he meows like he is dying or killing something and brings me a toy that he's, he's brought as his, uh, prize for me. His, his offering of love and affection. Any, yeah. Anyway, I I just I, yeah. I Bruce is like he's the guy that you want when the game's on the line to have the ball. You know, that's what that's that's the vibe he gives off. He he leads the team. He's you no know, he takes the ball out. He runs the court. I, I just again nothing surprises me anymore about Juice's ability to lead the team up and down the court, um, being a guard, you know, he doesn't get necessarily sometimes, you know, like I, we've talked about guards before and, and point guard. We, we've talked about this at ad nauseum that, you know, sometimes your, your role is to just direct traffic and, and it's sometimes it's a very thankless job and you don't get like the big notoriety and your name in lights because you're not the guy scoring the threes, the threes, the dunks, the, this, the, that, but you, you need someone like AJ to be able to run the court, direct traffic. And I think he does that so well. I'm, you know, he, I go, always go back when I talk about AJ is the very, not AJ. Yeah, AJ, sorry. We always talk about how the very, very first game of last season, they put him in the game and he didn't play great. He just didn't. He, it was his first game in. He was – it was slow going. It was like the first or second game of the year. It was very beginning of the season. It was his first game as a Lumberjack, and so he, it was just a little slow going. But literally directly after that first game, he, like, took off like a rocket. It, it never looked back. He just kept getting better and better and better and better. And then you see the type of player that he was by the end of the season. I mean, totally irreplaceable. I mean, that boy was playing almost every single minute we could squeeze out of him. And then even when they had someone come in to, to take his place and switch out to play, you know, to play guard, he still, <laughs> still had maybe a couple moments break and then it was back in the game again. I mean, the amount of sweat that boy accumulated could probably, you know, fill a pool <laughs> sweat equity baby sweat equity um all right moving forward the last person we have returning um Jacqueline this is your little little this is your little guy you're you're this is your friend um we got Davion Scott 
red shirt freshman, uh, came in a few times last year. Uh, not enough for him to obviously uh, be officially a sophomore this year. So they redshirted him and now he's coming back as a red shirt freshman. I think he's going to get, a, he's going to get a lot more looks this year. I, he's improved a lot from what I could hear and see. Uh, and over this off season, um, his, his, he has a good three shot. Yeah. No, I, I hope we get to see a lot more from him. Um, and I I hope that uh, it does, you know, pay off with some more opportunities for us to see him play and that he's um, happy with, you know, choosing to do the redshirt year because uh, there's there's nothing to be embarrassed about with taking a redshirt year, you know. So Absolutely not, yeah. Sometimes it gets kind of a bad, uh, you know, connotation to it, but – if I can remind you of an SFA great who took a red shirt freshman year, tell him Thomas Walker. That's right. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to get that little extra year of experience and time in the weight room and time with a devoted staff to telling you what you need to eat to put on more, more pounds of muscle and all that kind of stuff. Um, because, you know, some of us have to work a little harder at it than others and nothing wrong with that. Uh, so anyway, he's he's a delight. He was um, the player at me and my dad, my dad's friend's table last year at Meet the Jacks. And he's just the the sweetest kid. Um, I love him. He's he's great. He's sweet. He's got lots of talent. He's just a great guy. I so. agree. And every time we see him outside of you know, being at the games, he always says, hello, you know, he always has says, you know, always talks to us. Hey, how you doing? Gives hugs. I mean, it's some, it's just one of those things where, you know, easily these boys could ignore us. Yeah. Totally. Easily. They don't have to talk to us. We're not forcing them to interact with us. Right. But they do. And Davion is just another example of, of how great this team is uh, personally and, you know, on and off the court. It, it, I, I think that's a really important kind of point to make about yeah. well, I, this team. I agree. And he's, yeah, he is. So, and I, I just want to clarify when I say he's such a sweet kid, I, I don't mean that to sound condescending in any manner, but uh, it's just, I, I feel so, old when uh like the weekend before last at tailgate i was chatting with him and matt uh for a second and they were asking about when i went to sfa how it was and xyz and davion asked when i went to sfa and i was like i don't really want to tell you that year because Y'all are going to think I am so old and I can at least like maintain some semblance of mystery with the, you know, like the Mariah Carey not giving the exact year. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I, I get it. I get it. Um, I probably weren't even in kindergarten when I started SFA. So. Hey, okay. Oh, <laughs> man. All right, so moving on to our our new news, our sweet little newbies, um, the guys who have transferred in from other places or, you know, and the one thing is, is we don't even, I don't even think we have any, we do have one freshman. 
other obviously other than uh, Davey on who's redshirt freshman, but we do have one freshman. So that's interesting to kind of make a note of. So let's talk about them. Okay. So first off. Hmm. Oh, keep going. We have one more new addition that I'm going to add in there. Do we really? Yeah. So you just we go ahead. And oh my God. Didn't even see that. Okay. So we have two, we actually have two freshmen other than, uh, other than our little red shirt freshman, Damian. Well, interesting. We have, there's people being added all the time, apparently, and we're just not laughing. Okay, so let's start. First first guy on the docket, we've talked about, again, we've talked about some of these guys before, especially in that podcast with Coach Keller. Um, so definitely, if you haven't, go back and, and listen to that, because that definitely goes into a lot more detail than what we have time for today. But first off, we have Miles Jenkins. So Miles Jenkins, he comes to us from Lexington, South Carolina, Anderson University. Um, he's a sophomore, 6'4", 220. 220 pounds. Um, he plays guard and we're just really excited uh, to have Miles. He came to us. I think it was, he was one of the spring kind of additions. So like last spring. Um, no, I'm sorry. It was fall. I think it was fall. I think he was one of the fall guys. Um, so again, new guys. We don't, we don't know. This happens every year. You know, we, we know exactly how our returnees play. We know their style. We know what they do, what they don't do. Um, so when it comes to these news, we are kind of in the dark. So, yeah, yeah uh, he'll be number zero on the court. Um, I love that when you go, this is, I think, a new feature. When you go to their profiles on the website, it gives a – Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to go follow them, everyone, you can go follow them because it's on their profile, which I think is interesting. They've never done that before. So, um, but yeah, Miles, really excited to have him on the team. Um, I heard nothing but good things about him from coach and from everybody else. So uh, yeah, excited. I'm going to say that a lot for a lot of these guys because- you know what I mean? We just, cause we don't know, we don't know about them and their style of play until they start playing. So um, all I can tell you is what I saw during the 30 minute half, half how do I say half power, I guess, scrimmage that they did during the summer kid basketball camps. That's all I have. And you see more than I have. So yeah. That's all I've seen. Haven't snuck in and watched a practice yet, although I probably could. Uh, with they're not going to say anything to me. Um, I I don't know. But all I've seen is that. And when I say that, just watching that half press, <laughs> these guys are nuts. And some of the dudes weren't even on the court. Like <laughs> like Trell wasn't playing because he was still nursing a little uh, foot or elbow thing. I don't know what it was. Um, who else wasn't on the court? Uh, uh, Krishan Christmas, because he was in class. He wasn't on the court. Frank wasn't even here yet, so he wasn't on the court. So, who boy. Like, we were still missing some key players that weren't even on the court, and they were playing, again, it was half, half mat, like pfft, half power, and it was just absolute. I was shocked. 
Woohoo. Okay, moving on. Next one. We got Ethan Mays. So Ethan Mays is a little interesting. His story is a little bit different than most. So he's a junior guard. He's six six foot, 180 from H-Town. Um, but we've seen him before. So if you're looking at him and you're like, that boy looks familiar. Why do we know him, Jacqueline? He was a team manager last season. I Yes. And we I think, isn't his mom a professor at SFA? Oh, I don't know. For some reason, I don't know. Maybe that's like a fever dream connection misfiring in my brain. But I seem to I seem to think his mom's, I could be way wrong. I don't know. But um, he did play at Tyler Junior College, or at least he was there at Tyler Junior College. Uh, he'll be wearing number three this year. Like I said, he's guard. Um, oh, maybe so, uh, it says his parents, uh, Delaney Fields. Yeah, yeah. She works at SFA, right? I, I'm almost positive. Okay, well then, okay. I knew I knew I had like flagged that in my brain at some point. Okay. Well, he was a two-time letterman in high school. Um, he was also, yeah, he also played, like I said, at, at Tyler Junior College, which again, we do really well with JUCO transfers. So love a good JUCO transfer. Love. We have a, a we always do really well with JUCO transfers. So I'm just. Pleasantly pleased. And I do like the fact that Ethan was with the team last year. Yeah, he wasn't playing, but he was he was with them literally every step of the way. So he yes. is very familiar with the team, the coaching style. So he knew what he was getting himself. Like, you know, he knows what to expect. Obviously, it's different yeah. when you're a manager to a player, but still, like, he was ingrained into the culture very, very early because he was here all last season and last yeah. year. So. He's going to have a really good foundation for the dynamic and the chemistry of the team. More, like, you know, a step ahead of anybody just coming in cold. So I think that's completely. Awesome. Yeah. Super, and I'm super excited for him. You know, I had no idea. Cause again, like when you, when you see the managers on the side, you don't, you just well, think managers, I don't but think then, that's normally the like uh, progression, but I'm excited for him. I'm, I'm here for it. So let's, let's go. Uh, next one we have, I'm trying to remember how to pronounce his name. Kamari. That's it. Why was that so difficult? I don't know why I was having a brain fart, but yeah, Kamari Wilson. Um, so he's redshirt sophomore, a guard, 6'1", 170, another Chicago boy uh, from North Chicago specifically. And so he, and he transferred from Triton College. Um, heard, let me just tell you one thing about Kamari. Like I said, I was there over the summer for a few days watching the, you know, the, the basketball camps that Keller does every year. When I tell you that this boy, again, I call them all boys because they're boys to me. They're young. He was the most patient coach for these young, crabby kids I've ever seen in my life. He was dynamic. He was excited. He like he wanted to be there and he wanted to help. And he was so cool with those kids. I was so shocked. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you just never really know how they're going to do with, you know, a group of 10, 
snot nosed kids. Yeah, um, totally. Because I mean, these guys, like, yeah, they have to do that, but they could just just show, you know, they can do the bare, the bare and like go through the motions, but to really immerse themselves in it and get into it, it's that's a totally different thing. Absolutely. I that's why I'm just I'm I know he's a good a good dude. Like to add it to be there and to be present and to be like trying to be a mentor and be a coach to a bunch of kids that he's he'll never he's never seen before in his life. I think it was just really cool of him to just jump right in full, like both feet dive right in and just, and just be present and be there. So I was, I was really impressed with that. Um, and plus also again, hair game on strong, his dreads are bomb. Every time he walks around, I think it's Trell and I'm like, Ooh, and I'm like, Oh, wrong guy. Okay. So the dreads are going to, going to confuse me. So I'm glad Trell has his like half black, half blonde. So at least I know. Yeah. From behind because they're both short. Yeah. Anyway, so Kamari, he'll be number four this year. Number four. All right. Next on the list, we have our boy CC. Merry Christmas, baby. Krishan Christmas. I can't wait. I, we have to make a Christmas shirt. We have oh, to do it. I have so many ideas already for Christmas shirts. We got to make a Christmas yeah. shirt. And it's not yeah. copyright or infringement because it's Christmas. Right. I mean, and if we use his name, image, or likeness, we can give him a little NIL deal. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. But still, we can literally just put like a Christmas tree on there and be like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> can't wait. I have so many ideas. I know. Okay, sorry. So let, <laughs> I know I'm getting most distracted. fun name ever. I hope he likes it because speaking for myself as someone who has a somewhat Christmas themed name, my middle name Noel, I've always loved it. So I hope I hope he enjoys it and doesn't get sick of it. Um, I think it's badass, actually. Um, so Krishan, he's sophomore guard slash forward. So obviously he can easily do both positions. Um, six five. 205 from Gary, Indiana, baby. Like basketball capital, Gary, Indiana. Come on. You, I mean, anybody from Gary, Indiana better be like an absolute stud on the court. Come on. It's like ingrained in your blood, right? No. It should be. Uh, so he's another one of our JUCO transfers. He played at Panola Junior College. Again, kind of right up the road. So uh, really excited to have Krishan on the team. Just like with everybody else who's new, heard nothing but great things about Krishan. Um, some of the things that I saw on um, some of notes about him, uh, he averaged nine points and 7.6 rebounds per game at Panola. So uh, that's some good stuff. That's some good stats. I like that. It's funny because on here it has 205, but on his other uh, thing that I found, it said 210. So he done lost five pounds. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. All right. Next, we got Jackson Sheldon. He's one of our freshmen. Uh, he's a guard. He's from Beaumont, Texas, down there in the pit hole of, of – it smells like dick down there. And if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean if you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's all the refineries, people. It has nothing else to do with the refineries. Um, but he's from Beaumont, 5'11", 165. Um, so with Jackson, again, he's he's new, new. He's, he's fresh, fresh, fresh into the uh, college life. He's f literally fresh off the high school. 
uh, track here. He went to Kelly Catholic High School. Um, don't know much. He was one of those late additions. And so I don't really know a lot about him other than the fact that in his free time, he likes to go golfing and fishing. That's about all we got. That's about all I got. Uh, but he will be wearing number 12 this season. But when you look at the kid, you're like, there's no way he's a freshman. Because the picture they put on his bio, he looks like 28 years old. Yeah. No, he does. Maybe he's just, there's just no way that kid's a freshman. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> there's just no way. All right. Next up, we got the dude, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm telling you what, Coach Keller had nothing but amazing things to say about this next player. Uh, Clayton Southwick. Junior forward from Palmer, Alaska, from Snow College. Um, very cool, the fact that he's an Alaska boy. I mean, you don't meet a lot of athletes from Alaska. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah, so big boy, 6'8", 235. When you see him, you know. He can't, you can't miss him. He yeah. is a tall, stark white, bald-headed white boy. But he is a tall dude. He's tall and he's thick. And I, like, for real, come on, Scotty. Trying to do a podcast here. Yeah, no, he's he's a big boy. He he's is boy. Uh, what my grandpa would have called a hoss. He is a hoss. He is a hoss. And again, this is all, this, all very platonic here. I'm not saying this to be like weird, but like he's a big dude. He's no, thick. He's a, he's a big, he's a big guy. Um, he's big. Yeah. I love when I'm telling you when I, when, when I was watching the play that, you know, little scrimmage thing, he, he slimmed down just from that game to now. when we saw him last weekend, like, and I have it on good sources that even when he came in for summer workouts to that summer, uh, scrimmage game I watched, he lost even more weight. So, like, he is lean, mean fighting machine. Well, he's probably also sweating a lot off down here that he's not. He's That's true. Not, he's, he's not used to this heat. Poor Alaska kids, probably like, Jesus, God bless. <laughs> I imagine this summer was a rough transition for him because. Speaking as someone who was born and raised in Nacogdoches, this summer was the hottest of hot. Summer. It really was. It really was. So a few uh, a few stats about Clayton that we found on his bio. Um, he averaged 12 points, three assists, and seven rebounds per game. I love to see that, especially that rebound. <laughs> love to see it. Love that rebound stat. Seven per game average. I... Keep that up, Clayton, is all I'm saying. Yeah, all I'm saying. Keep keep that up, my friend. Okay, moving down the list. We have so many new guys. I feel like we have more new guys than we have returnees for some reason. It just feels that way, um, even yeah. if it's not. So the next guy we have is Jelani Stone. Y'all, I have many things to say about Jelani, but let me just get through this. Jelani, junior forward, 6'6", 235, California boy, transfer in. Um, he was one of our transfers from a, a WAC school to a WAC school, which, again, I think is so interesting. Um, so he transferred in from California Baptist. Uh, like I said, California kid from Lancaster, California. Um, man, Jelani, 
I don't know what Cal Baptist was thinking is, is my first comment. This kid is an absolute, I don't even know the right word. Star. Yeah. He has star power written all over him, all over him. I don't know what Cal Baptist, what kind of clown show, dog and pony bullshit they were running and why they didn't play this kid more, but he is a stud. What the hell? But I don't care because we yeah. got him. I mean, their loss, our gain. Their I'm, not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all the fact that we scooped him up. But at the same time, Cal Baptist, you idiots. Idiots. When he was in the game, this is one of the things Keller said in the preview in the podcast we did with him. When he was in the game, which wasn't often, but the minutes he was in, he killed us. Destroyed yeah. us. So yeah. I'm so glad he's on our team now because God dog, when I tell y'all – when he was running down the court, he looked like he was floating on air. Like he's that powerful. Like, I, all right. Okay. He scored a career high 36 points this season. Um, he was 15 of 16 from the field. He career high nine rebounds versus SFA this season. Career high versus us nine rebounds. He was barely in the game, barely in the game. And you um, know what? Extra moment to give kudos to Keller and his whole staff for having their eyes open and going, hey, we need played against this team where they had a player that barely got on the court and eviscerated us. Eviscerated. But let's take the opportunity of, you know, jumping in there and saying, look, you, you had some amazing things during the few minutes you played against us. So maybe you'd be happier coming over here and get more playing time. And we both win. He shot 60% from the field. He was named the WAC conference freshman of the week after averaging 7.5 points, 4.5 rebounds and one block per game for the week during January of 2022. I mean, and that, and again, he, that was the one, probably the one game or the one week that he actually played a lot. He still didn't. <clears throat> that's the past. This is the future. Jelani, if you're listening, which, but <sighs> this kid, a stud, he is just pure muscle. I swear to God, when I saw him walk by, I was like, holy <laughs> crap. This guy, to compare, is just as big, height-wise, maybe a little bit smaller than Gavin um, Kensmill, just as powerful and way better at playing under the post, under, you know, in the basket. I just... I mean, I could talk again. I could talk forever about this guy, but I'm going to keep moving on. I, I just can't wait. I can't wait. All right, next guy, we got Frank Stain, the other in-house transfer from the another WAC school that actually played really well this year. Really well. And, yeah. well, the team itself played really well because they've – anyway. You, yeah. It's Frank Stain. Frank Stain, senior guard. He played for Utah Tech and transferred here. Um He's from originally Inglewood, California. He's 6'6". He's 220. Another big tank of a dude. Frank Stain. I, I'm really excited. 
I'm excited about all these guys, but I'm really excited. Jelani for sure. Frank for damn sure. Um, actually, interesting enough, fun fact about Frank, he was born in Belize. He was born yeah. in Belize. Belize, the country. Oh. Hmm. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, and he is number two in Utah Tech history in made three-pointers. So, home dog can shoot. He started over 80 games in his college career with averages 8 point, I think that says 8.7 uh, points per game, 3.7 rebounds per game, and 1.6 assists per game. He scored a career-high 21 points at Grand Canyon this year. Um, he knocked down five threes in that game. Five threes against Grand Canyon. That's a hell of a game. Hell of a game. He has shot 35.6% from three field or from a three-pointer this in his career. Um, he also scored 18 points versus SFA in the dang conference tournament. So another kid that lit us up. And we got him on our team now. Yeah, I'm just mostly glad that now when I hear his name, it will be in a positive light. And you know. Yeah. Points will be on our side of the board. I tell you what, that is one thing that that's going to be funny for us is the fact that, yeah, last year, last season, when we were hearing Frank, 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 it was all like, shit, quit scoring on us, Frank. Somebody guard Frank. Jesus, God, he's killing us. He's killing us. He's killing us. I mean, obviously he scored 18 points on us in the tournament. I mean, he told, he was our, he was the downfall of us in the tournament. Why we lost the first freaking round. Now we got to just do a complete 180 and like be happy when we hear his, hear his name. But, Which I will be more than happy to do. Yeah, we can do it. We can flip that switch in a second. Easy. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm the past is the past. I am <laughs> still sad that we lost, but Frank, we're happy to have you, buddy. I'm so excited to have you on the team. And last but not least, our most recent addition that didn't even know we had until we looked at the roster about five minutes ago, um, Luke Stansbury, freshman guard, 6'2", 185. He's actually from Bowling Green, Kentucky, um, and he went to school at Greenwood High School. Again, he's a freshman, so don't know too much about him other than the fact that we just added him to the roster, like, recently. And Bowling Green is, like, right down the street from, <clears throat> from where my cousin Jeff lives in Kentucky. So I'm going to have to ask him if he's heard anything about this guy or if he saw him play in high school or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So uh, he was named to all-district team in high school and has the – Highest three-point percentage in Greenwood High School history. That's pretty good. I would think. Yay, Luke. I mean, I don't know anything how big Greenwood High. Is it like equivalent to R6A in Texas? I don't know. Or is it like Central Heights? I, you know. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. We don't know. But excited to have you, buddy. Hope to see you hit some three-pointers on the court this year. Um, but, Yeah. So that runs us into the next portion of our list here. Jacqueline, what are we talking about next? Uh, so now we're going to quickly go over our staff here. We got, obviously, returning, we got our head coach, 
the goat, Cal Keller. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's our coach. Our, K. our own coach K. Uh, we got our associate head coach, my parents' neighbor down the street, Tony Jasic. Oh God, don't dox him. Huh? I was like, don't dox him. I mean, nobody knows where your parents live, but. Um, we got our returning assistant coach, Dallas Cameron. Uh, we got our returning grad assistant, Brady Mast. Uh, we sat by his parents at a game last season. We did. What game was that? I can't was that in, wasn't that in um, Montreal? No, we sat by them at a home game, I think. Oh. I don't, I, I don't know what I did yesterday. So, yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, so, we got several um, new staff members. So, we have a new assistant coach. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Uh, Jean Prelou. I don't know. That's my best stab at it. Um, he was previously at San Jose State from 2017 to 2021. Alex and I got to meet him really briefly at the uh, Lumberjack Bourbon event. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, seemed cool. Seemed nice. Um, very excited to get on the podcast eventually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seemed uh, interested, so. Excited to get to know him. He's He said he would perhaps make an appearance on the podcast. So we, we hope to have the opportunity to introduce him to you guys. So we'll see on that. Uh, we got a new director of basketball operations, Jamal Scott. Like freshly hired. They just yeah. posted this like yesterday or the day before. Have, have not had the pleasure of getting to meet him yet. We also got a new athletic trainer. I miss you, Cody. I know. Um, I miss miss our boy. Uh, Well, now I can't remember his name. Who was our trainer before? What was his name? Now that you're asking me. Jacoby. I got it. Jacoby. Yes. Where did Jacoby go? Jacoby Whitaker. I don't remember. I think he's at a high school, maybe. Okay, well, I hope that Mr. Whitaker is still going to come sit behind us at the games and yell because we're going to miss him if he's not. It's free. We could just take up the reins. We, if he's not, if he's not there, we'll just take over his duties of yelling at the players when they're at the free throw line. It's yeah. free, baby. Baby. Okay, but yeah. So replacing Jacoby, we got a new athletic trainer, Adil El Haddad. Hopefully, again, I'm saying that correctly. If not, you're doing better than I would, so keep it up, babe. And we'll have it correct going forward. Um, so excited to meet him as well. Uh, now Cody is gone, and I don't remember where he left to go to either. I don't know, but I miss Cody. We do. We will miss him and his wife and their kiddos. Uh, our new strength and conditioning coach, we also have not had the pleasure of meeting yet. His name is Sam Doust. Again, I'm getting all the hard names on this section. Um, I'm so doing sorry. My doing my best. Um, You're better at pronouncing names than me. So that this is, you know. Marginally. Uh, okay, we got a <laughs> we got a new graduate assistant, Braxton Haynes, and we have a new administrative assistant, Angie Williams. Okay. So 
Out of all those, the only one we've met so far is Jean. John, I don't know what, what he prefers to go by. Um, I'm with Jean. Looking forward to meeting all of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the fold. Welcome yeah. to the Thunderdome. Can't wait to meet you as we move on. All right. So I'm going to give a quick refresher of all the fun awards we gave last season. Obviously, some of the guys aren't on the team anymore um, because they've either transferred or they graduated. So all obviously all of our little awards that Honestly, it's like it's like whose lines it anyway. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Um, <laughs> these awards only really matter to us. They have no value. Probably anybody else, you don't get anything for them. They're just who we think kick butt and who we think dresses great and all the things. So uh, for the first little run through, uh, it was all of mine. So. I said, MV, you just want to say, you just want to go all of mine and all of yours or just or, or go back and forth? Uh, we can go back and forth. All right, cool. So for MVP last season, my vote was for Day Hall. Jacqueline? Mine as well. All right. Uh, for, most in, for most improved player last year, I went with Nana. And I agreed. Okay. So for best defensive player, I went with our boy Juice. We were unanimous on that one as well. I tell you what. Uh, next one, I said best role player was Juice again with 139 total assists on the season. Absolutely playing his role like a son of a bee. He he was great. Uh, I do not disagree with that at all. But uh, for my best role player, I said Nigel. Um, yes. Ooh. We we are going to be missing Nigel this season. Oh oh Nigel oh our sweet Nigel boy absolutely hope I mm, love him so much. Okay, uh, next one. My best clutch player was ugh, the silencer himself, Mister Three Pointer Trell. Great great option. I I also said Nigel for for best clutch player. So especially towards the end of the season, we got sure. some some spots some vacancies for uh, some of the guys to step into here. For sure. Uh, down the list, uh, last season, he's no longer with the team, but hope he's, you know, doing well. Uh, funniest player, I went with Rob Squad, Robbie Armbrester. I agreed 100,000% Robbie. Uh, man, we, we are going to miss it. I mean, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't think that he's playing anywhere next season. I haven't seen. I, he's playing I He's playing at Texas A&M Commerce, I believe. Uh, you're right. You're right. Dad told me that. Um, well, I'm, regardless, I'm glad he's playing somewhere. I, I wish him all the best. We are gonna miss. Uh, his, we are gonna miss him on the court and off the court. Yeah, especially though on the bench though. His on the bench antics were barney. I mean, some of the funniest. Well, some of the funniest we've seen since since uh, Leon Gilmore. Honestly. Yeah, listen, and he was a wild card, so um, yeah, take, it was. Take that as you may, because uh, I know the the one game my brother came to, he was like, "Man, he he's at halftime." He said, "That dude's my favorite, but he might get a tech in the second half." Yeah, you never, um, you know, you never knew what you were gonna get with Ravi if you were gonna get like just absolute 120% balls to the wall play, or if he was just going to get into the game and just like piss everyone off and, and cause ruckus and potentially get a tech. You never knew. You never knew which Robbie you were going to get. Um, 
So what, whatever it was, whatever, whatever it was, he was on that day. He was on full tilt, like whatever. He was always. always he was in. It was always. Yeah. Um, so that kind of brings us to the next one. Most spirited. So I, I, I had to go to on this one. And uh, for two different reasons. So most spirited on and off the court definitely was Robbie and Trell was like right behind him for his, for his antics on the court. Trell, when Trell gets on a roll and he is fired up and this is why I will ride and die for my boy Trell. He is, and we said this earlier, electric, electric. And uh, yeah, just Love trail. Uh, so J Jacqueline, what did you say? I, I fully co-signed on both of those. Uh, yeah. I, I said the same thing for those same exact reasons. Yeah. Uh, and so next one down, Beth sixth man. So obviously the best person to come off the bench, tight situation, you know, whatever the, whatever it was. Uh, and my answer was hard because it was honestly dependent on the lineup. So whoever was starting, um, it just kind of depended on who was starting and who wasn't. So uh, I, I put three different guys. I put Nigel, Jaleel, and Derek just for all different reasons. Yeah, no, I, I did the exact, well, the same thing, but with only one difference. I, I put three different people as well because it, like you said, it totally depends on, it depends on who we're playing and therefore what lineup we had starting. Um, so we had, we had two of the same. We both had Nigel and Derek. Um, Going to miss both of them. I, I also can't remember off the top of my head where Derek's playing next season, but um, wish him all the best too. He was a great guy. His, uh, him and Danny's um, season, they were the um, the two freshmen at, at Alex and I's table, and so we got to kind of chat with them. And he, he's a great guy too. So uh, hope the best for Derek and gonna miss him. But anyway, my three were Nigel, Derek, and JJP, who we also sorely miss. Um, we'll see him this season. Anywho, so as we go, yeah. uh, next one down, I put, I mean, easy, easy money here. Uh, best hair, Trell. I mean. I said, so I said Trell for the braids, and I, I had to split it between JJP, AJ, and Day Day for, uh, for Shaved Head. But um, I think Day, uh, well, I can't remember, but I think Day Day might have switched up his hairstyle a little bit um, now. So we'll see. Right? I so. Yeah, I think, I think it was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, next up, best off-court style. So whenever they don't often post uh, game day fits or much on their Instagram style-wise, but when they did, man, they were fly AF. So uh, number one for me was Trell. He was always looking put together. He always had a bunch of uh, really cool fits. So Trell and also Nana coming in at a very close second. Nana, Nana had some good fits as well. Yeah, I, I said Nana for mine, um, and to throw back to what I said last year, there, he actually had a few pictures on his on his Insta of him like suited up, and I, I gotta get I gotta give him the credit there because I know it is not easy to find a suit for that frame, and it definitely had to be custom, um, and to to bring the style with a you know with um, a body frame and height that is not easy to clothe that gets some extra points. So, yeah, I agree. Um, best dunk play of the year. I couldn't pinpoint a specific one that stood out for me the most, but I put Nana cause Nana had some really big ones this year that just brought the house down. Um, so that was my, that was my submission there. 
Yeah, no, and I agreed. And any anytime we got a big aggressive dunk out of Nana, we were exactly. Yeah, and I think that's the main thing and why I picked Nana because he wasn't he he didn't always do aggressive dunks, but when he did, it just stood out the most, you know. Yeah. So I think that's part of this. Um, and then last one, uh, best bench celebration again, Robbie Robert, aka Robbie, aka Rob Squad. He he just took the the bench celebrations to a whole new level and. It, he just an absolute fool, just an absolute fool. Cosign a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, so before we go through the uh, the the schedule real fast, a um, few things we gotta kind of talk about. First off, is our prediction for the starting five. I, I that one's hard. You know, there's so many returnees and there's so many new guys that I don't even know where to start. Um, I, there's a few that I know for sure. I've got to be in there. Um, Trell for one, got to be in there. AJ for another, got to be in there. Um, Day Day, yeah. got to be in there. So those are three that I, for, I 100% I feel like have to be a lock. I agree on those three. I think perhaps maybe the other two will be Jalil and Clayton, but that is just a wild ass guess. And I agree on the Jalil. I, I mean, not saying Clayton doesn't deserve to start. I, I just don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling it might be, and this is just me spitballing, maybe Frank or Jelani. Um, and this is the problem. We have so many, like, I've never seen our bench this deep before in my life. Like, me neither. And I love to see it. And I love that I'm, like, just spouting off a guess that I have no idea. And it's because I wouldn't be upset with really any combination that we have. The the absolute only, I'm, I, and I haven't seen any of the new guys play yet. So, I mean, like. At SFA, obviously we've seen you know Jelani and Frank, but um, yeah, that's the only the only even like reason I'm I'm throwing Clayton in there is because he's the biggest new guy we got, um, and the biggest like overall tall and big dude, and I I feel like this is the first time in a long time we've had a lot for a lot of the times Nana's been kind of the only one down there in the post who's actually. I know. I don't know. Play this post. Is for us um, so this many tall guys to put at the post position who actually set out to play that and didn't just get stuck down there because they're the biggest of the forwards we have. You know. Um, I, no, we'll see. I love to have it though. That's my thing. Like trying. I, I do not. I I feel for the for coaching staff honestly because. We, for Keller and, and Jean and Tony, because I, I honestly don't know who they're going to. And it may be the first few games of the season. They run just like they did kind of did last season. They're going to run through a couple different uh, combinations just to see who works the best together. I, we have so many possibilities here. Like I said, there's a few that are just, just got to be locks, you know? Yeah. Um, but has a, how are they going to share these minutes with all these guys? I just don't know. I just don't know. Anyway, so that's why I, I didn't even put 
a list down of who I thought was starting until literally just said it now because I, it's it was really hard to just kind of pick the five. Like I said, there's a, fr- a, f- a few that are just absolute locks, but holy crap, I, I yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to find out though. And I am a-okay with seeing like 10 different variations. For this sure. is the one the like first few games of the season will be the one time that I'm cool with erratic substitutions because I would like to see them all. Yeah, I agree. You're right. Totally agree. Um, whew, all right. So let's move on. Uh, let's finish up this podcast. The always what we always do is we kind of we talk about the schedule. We talk about the games. Um, so the two biggest conference changes we have are the fact that we said bye-bye to a couple teams. One being a team that we will see again this season, but as a non-conference opponent, New Mexico State. Bye. I won't miss them. But it's going to be very, very interesting for two reasons to play them again in a non-conference way. One, the other team that is gone are our bitter rivals, Sam Houston. Bye. But the head coach for Sam Houston now coaches for New Mexico State. And you know how much we love hating on Jason Hooten. <laughs> well, and not only that, we don't even have to remind y'all that that's like literally the smallest uh, piece of this whole puzzle. With the it is. That's true. So, it's like the, the smallest last thing on the totem pole. The, the best part about playing New Mexico State this year is the fact that we get to see Jalen Jackson Posey again. That's the highlight of the whole thing. Because uh, we do love our little JJP. I'm glad that he found a home. I'm glad that he found uh, a place to play. And I hope he's happy. Um, but it will be nice to see him again for sure on uh, on the court. But anyway, so those are the two big changes. It's just funny to me that – we thought we got rid of Jason Hooten when Sam Houston was leaving the conference. And we did, but not yet. Because <laughs> we're still playing them in a non-conference tournament. Yeah. I think that's funny. I just thought it was funny. Um, okay, so let's start it off. Let's look at the schedule and kind of go through the games. Um, should we just go down the regular schedule or what do you think, Jacqueline? Should we do conference or non-conference uh, home games first or road games or how do you, how do you want to go through it? Um, however you want. I had listed the conference games split between home and road way back when, but since they updated the schedule with the non-conference, I haven't put it up yet. So, okay. Well um, then Let's no, you're you're good. They literally just posted this what a few you know a few days ago, a week ago. So, you know we've been busy, baby. All right. So first game of the year, November six. It's on a Monday, and it's it's a game that they're playing like at eleven thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, 
Oh crap. Didn't mean to hit that button. Um, I'm pretty sure that I saw that it's because they're calling it the, the future Jack's ISD game. So they're inviting a lot of the high school, like, you know, elementary, junior high, high schools to the game. And so it's at like 1130 in the morning. Yay. Okay. Uh, so the next, the next one we have is at middle Tennessee, which I, uh, I think we played them in the Montreal tournament, didn't we? Yes. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hmm. Yes. We have played them before. I know that. Yeah. I remember, I remember the, the city name. Well, you know, the only way to find out is I'm just going to go to last year's schedule. Yeah, go look at it real quick. Oh, let me check real fast. Let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. We Yes, we played Middle Tennessee. We lost 63-75. Yes. Was it in the Montreal tournament? Yes. Yes. I still got it sometimes. Like a still trap your head is, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, so first, uh, not first game of the season, because North American University is the first game of the season. But uh, second game of the season, yeah, November 9th, that same week on Thursday. Um, well, there goes my trivia schedule. <laughs> that's the only hard, that's the only bad thing about basketball season that it, it messes with my trivia nights. because uh, a lot of the some of the games are on Thursdays, but what are you gonna do? Oh well. So uh next game of the year is uh taking a little road trip back to Natchitoches, Louisiana playing one of our uh, bitter rivals, Northwestern State University. It's time for a little payback, I think. Yeah. Time for a payback. And a little Cajun food. I, I love a little Natchitoches uh, jaunt. I do too, but I am more not concerned, but that's that's two Monday games in a row. Like that's like wow, weird that we're having a Monday game, but oh well. So – Monday the 13th is that Northwestern State University game. I hope it's a decent start time so that we can actually make it there because it's a Monday. I know. I hope so too. Plus Kyle's going. Plus we won't have time to get there and eat. Like, I don't I know. Go to I know how much you love the food. Not eat. I, know. I know. Not eat some delicious food. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Moving on. So the next one is the first game of the Cayman Island Classic, which we will be in attendance for, fingers That's crossed, if we can get the, the, the tickets for the games are proving the most difficult part of this equation. But I digress, or we'll be here all night. Um, so the first game. Well, don't bring it up because we're going to get fucking pissed. Anyway. Yeah, the first game of the Cayman Island Classic Tournament, we are playing Loyola Marymount University on Sunday, November 19th. At 12.30 p.m. Yeah, so we're getting there the day before on the 18th. Uh, we're staying from the 18th to the 22nd, I believe the date is. Um, that's all I can think about. I'm just sitting here. If, if I can just make it to November 18th, yeah. I will be so happy. I, I, I cannot wait for a vacation. I am tired. I need relax. Relax in basketball. That's all I want. Drinks on the beach. Mm. I need a tan. Crystal blue water. Every, every time I start to get just sure crazy and mad at work, 
I literally just pull up pictures of the Grand Caymans and just be like, hmm, one month. Hmm, almost there. It's going to be here before we know it. Exactly. Um, I'm Obviously, we'll have games after uh, Loyola Marymount, but that's the only one that's scheduled. Um, and so, but yes, moving forward after that, we start, we start whack play kind of early, but I guess that's just how the schedule shook out. So we're actually starting in November, uh, November 29th, Wednesday night game uh, versus Tarleton State back home in Nacogdoches. And then right after that on December 2nd is our next whack game, Abilene Christian, but it's in Abilene. Then we got La Tech at home on December 5th. That is a Tuesday night game. Um, looking forward to that one. We had a lot of fun the last time we went. Great time. <laughs> Buzzer beater, overtime W in La Tech. Um, so I'm sure they're looking for some payback, just like we're looking for some payback for the Northwestern game. So, but we're not going to give it to them. La Tech is not going to come into our home and beat us. So, sorry, baby. Um, next game is an interesting one. Not interesting, like weird, but it could turn out to be a really cool um, road trip for the guys. And Dermot Jacqueline, I really want to go to this game. <laughs> I know, it would be fun. Uh I want to go so bad. It's not even funny. So, yeah, the guys will be playing University of Wyoming in Laramie, Wyoming. Um, yeah, I've never been to Wyoming, so. I'm not kidding you. If 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 I can figure this out logistically, we're going. I'm not even kidding. I've wanted to go to Wyoming for so long, so badly. So. Is that a... What uh? What's your show that you watch? That's Yellowstone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And yes, they film it in Wyoming. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna after we're done with this podcast, I'm gonna do a little googling because I, I, I it's a Saturday. <sighs> anyway, okay. So the next game is on my birthday. December oh 19th, Jesus! Oh Jesus! Tuesday. Oh God! Mexico State. So I'm gonna need y'all <laughs> to get it together it for this game because <laughs> I'm not gonna be a happy camper if we take the L to New Mexico State at home on my birthday. Oh my God! I didn't realize it was your birthday. Like I saw the schedule, I saw the dates, but it didn't. It didn't. Oh my God, dude! If they do, I am going to utter the Stassi Schroeder birthday quote. I know you know it. Fucking birthday. It's my birthday. That's going to be me. Oh, God, dude. Y'all, please, if you're listening, boys, please win this fucking game. Please, because I don't want to. <sighs> Y'all don't want to deal with the pissed off Jacqueline on her birthday. I. Mm. And those New Mexico State fans are going to push every button I have. I know it. I know. And they travel too, so we're going to have a good, we're going to have a good amount of them there. Oh god. Okay, moving on. All right. Okay. Next game. 
Next game, uh, playing at home as well. Uh, it's one of those go- it's one of those games. I feel like it's one of those teams we play like every year. Just it's one of those like practice games. So back to obviously the couple last couple games have been non conference games. Like we do two conference games and then go back to non conference. It's just strange. Um, one of the last games in December, Paul Quinn College on December twenty second, Friday. Again, Friday game. Um, so all these games are so wild. We got Fridays, we got Saturdays, we got Tuesdays, we got Mondays, we got Wednesdays. Like, Jesus, pick a day. Uh, I know. This is giving me whiplash. Uh, next game after that, actually a team that we haven't played in a while. Uh, I know. And it'll be interesting to play them again. Uh, got New Orleans. Interesting. On December 29th, uh, on a Friday. Another Friday game. You guys are killing my Fridays. Okay. All right, next up, we got UTRGV in Enberg, Texas on Thursday, January 4th. So that'll be the first game of the new year on the road. Mm-hmm. I do. I really, you know, I, I enjoy playing UTRGV. They always give us a little bit of run for the money, um, even though those are games that we absolutely should win. Uh, they end up being pretty good competition games. So I mean, I'm always, I'm always excited to play the Vaqueros um, at home and away. Uh, next game, we got UT Arlington at home on January 6th. Of course, that's a Saturday. Thank goodness. Uh, then we got Utah Tech at Utah Tech in St. George, Utah, January 11th, Thursday. So they got almost a whole week off um, mm-hmm. to make their way on up there to Utah Tech. Is that is their um, mascot, is it a bison? Yeah, they're the trailblazers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who it was on the video drawing that um, mascot. It was but Ethan. I, I don't. I think. I think Ethan killed all of them. Yeah, it, like it looked really good. I yeah. Day Day also did a good one too. I thought this is Day Day or Trail. I couldn't remember. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jack. Um, I know this podcast is running forever, but I, I just have to say this: if we can't make it to Wyoming. I I would give my left leg to make this turnaround to Utah because you got Thursday, Utah, January 11th, Utah Tech. Then next game, you got Southern Utah University on Saturday, January the 13th in Cedar City, Utah. The two Utah games back to back is just a very intriguing road trip that I would like to do like I feel like that's doable we just want to go to Utah we just need more funding really and they would all be doable because I would love to go to Utah I've never wait no I don't think I've ever been to Utah I think you'd remember (laughs) it's pretty it's it's beautiful there I, I I would really like to go to Utah if the Wyoming thing falls through Oh, well, but damn it, Utah. I mean, I know we're going to play them every year. So, I mean, obviously it's, you know, eventually, but I just think the fact that the, the, the double back to back, it just, it, it brings up an interesting, like long weekend scenario. Yeah. And Utah is closer than Wyoming. <laughs> True. <laughs> I just, I just want to go to Utah. Anyway, okay, can, let's continue. Uh, who, who are we playing after Southern Utah? 
so the next one up is Seattle U, who we play in NAC uh, Thursday, January 18th. Um, then we have a full week off before we have another Thursday home game against Grand Canyon University. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't mean that in a – I mean, I kind of do mean it in a negative way. Grand Canyon, just they just get under my skin, man. Uh, same. They just get under my skin. I can't pinpoint it. I don't know what it is. I mean, I do. I don't I don't want to be a bitch. But, um, I, you know, anyway. Okay. Good for I got you. a lot of reasons, but I won't list any of them out here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, next game, uh, right after that, is the next home game in the home game stretch. Literally, we have four home games in a row, dude. I know. I'm not mad about it. I'm just really excited. The fact we have four. We have the, uh, Thursday the 18th, Thursday the, or, uh, the 25th, and then Saturday the 27th. So boom, boom, boom. And then another Thursday home game versus Utah Valley, which God bless America. So we got California Baptist on the 27th of, of January. Then Utah Valley is our last home game in that home game stretch on February the 1st. I'm telling you, Utah Valley also, I, you know, yeah, so then on Saturday, February 3rd, we will be in Stephenville, Texas against Charlton State. And I hope it goes better than the last game I attended at Charlton State because we did not fare so well. So needless to say, we won't be traveling to that one. Uh, you know, I would love to go to that one, especially since it's on a weekend and my brother lives right on the road. However, I may have a brand new niece very uh, close to that date. So TBD. TBD. That's, <laughs> That's true. Good point. Good point. Good point. Um, okay. Who are we playing next? Uh, the next Thursday, February 8th, we are back at home against UTRGV. Uh, yeah. that Saturday on February 10th, we'll make our way up to UT Arlington to play the Mavericks. So that, you know, I mean, obviously that's an easy road trip game. Um, you know, Arlington isn't that far away. We know a lot of people up there we could potentially yeah. stay with. Um, I mean, you could even, I mean, hell, you could even make that a day trip to be fair. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's an easier road trip, but I am gunning for this freaking Wyoming or Utah. Okay. Next. Um, next we're going to play Abilene Christian back home on February 17th, which is a Saturday. And then right after that, that's going to be a hard little, well, not too bad. Okay. Cause it's a Saturday or a Thursday. I was concerned. I was like, Oh God, that's, that's a rough turnaround having to play Abilene Christian at home and then turning around and having to go to see Adel. But it's, it's a, it's, it's all right. You got some days in between. Um, cause our next game after that is versus Seattle university in Seattle. So, um, and then right after that, we're playing Utah Valley in Orem. Uh, hopefully Kyle gets to go to that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, on February 24th. Sorry. All right. Go ahead, Jax. Next on Thursday, February 29th, we will be, so continuing that little road stretch after Orem, Utah on Saturday, Thursday, they'll head down to Riverside play California Baptist and continue on that little road trip because then Saturday, March 2nd, they'll be playing GCU in Phoenix. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and then the last couple games of the season, rolling it out, wrapping it up. 
Uh, we got two of the Utahs coming back home, last two home games, back-to-back. Thursday, March 7th, we got Southern Utah coming to the sawmill. And then our final game of the year, which would normally be Sam Houston State University, um, we are playing Utah Tech, the Trailblazers, who kicked our ass in the freaking tournament championship, not championship, but the tournament champion uh, conference tournament. And uh, that's our last home game of the year, March 9th, which is a Saturday. So that's fun. (laughs) That does it. That does it. So that wraps up the look at the schedule. Just a really, you know, interesting schedule. We always end up playing at least a couple teams that you know, uh, especially in non-conference that are going to give us a run for our money. Um, you know, Middle Tennessee sticks out because they beat us last year in the Montreal tournament. Um, of course, playing um, Northwestern State is always going to be a spicy challenge. Um, and last year they beat us at home, which is a game that we should not lose, especially at home. So definitely looking for some retribution there going to their mm-hmm. court. Um, and of course, playing in a any tour, any type of tournament um, against other uh, mid majors is is always a great opportunity. Um, so excited to see how this Cayman Island Classic goes in the Grand Caymans in November. So um, other than that, of course, playing. I think the University of Wyoming, like I said before, was is really interesting. Um, I don't know if we've ever played them before. I clicked on that. Yeah, um, we've only played uh, the Wyoming game. So the last time we played, we've only played them once. And the last time we played them was 1988. Okay. I was about to say, I don't remember ever playing them. So that yeah. Yeah. So we played them in 1988 and we played them, of course, there and they beat us 94-55. <laughs> but that was 1988. So times have changed since then. Yeah. Times have changed. Hey, Dennis, finally. Hey, oh, my God. He made it. Oh, well, uh, tennis with the hot text. Jacks go eight and two in non-con. Okay. That is a bold prediction, Dennis, since you're in and listening I want to know who are the two, who are the two, who are the two that you think are going to take us to the woodshed? Who are we going to drop those two L's to? I want to know. Cause I want to know if it's the same who two that I'm thinking. So let's, I want to see what Dennis has to say about that. Um, you know, it's interesting. Jacqueline out of our non-conference opponents, who do you think are going to be our biggest challenge? Mm, hold on. I think Middle Tennessee could be one because we've we've dropped a loss to them before and we're playing them on the road only the second game of the season. Um, I at, at this point we only know of us playing Loyola Marymount in the Cayman Island Classic because that's I mean, the rest will have to shake out, but I think that one's going to be, I think they're going to be difficult. And I feel like the first game for us in a, in a tournament, a preseason tournament out of the country is always difficult just because. Um, So I think that'll be a tough one. The university of Wyoming, I really don't know. 
because uh, I, I don't I don't know anything about them and who knows that's a little farther into the season so for now my my first if I was having to pick two that we could potentially drop L's I would I would say Middle Tennessee and Loyola Marymount yeah um I was just looking at the bracket uh for the classic and um the other two schools that potentially we could play right off the bat. Like, so if we win the Louisiana Marymount game, um, we would play the winner of Oakland and Drake. So we played Drake. Huh? I think we played Drake before and lost to them. I believe so as well. Um, So that's interesting potential matchup. Um, If we, Lose, obviously, it's the same thing because it just depends on which way you go. If you go winner's bracket or consolation bracket, it just kind of depends. Um, if we make it to the – so that would be second round if we win. Third round, um, we would potentially play the winners of either Marshall and Utah State or FIU and Akron, which – obviously could also pose some interesting matchups there too. I mean, FIU, Florida International, yeah. uh, Akron, <laughs> good team. Um, same thing with Marshall. And so uh, th- this could end up being a very interesting tournament. Not going to lie. Um, it's going to be a very – it's going to be a good test, I think, for sure. I mean, all of these teams are very good mid-major teams. So – um, we'll have to see. So Dennis, he's thinking one of them, obviously he's saying middle Tennessee and then, um, so Cayman Island obviously isn't in the middle East and Tennessee isn't playing Cayman Island game. Um, but middle Tennessee, I think for sure is going to be a difficult one. Um, and then he says, I don't, I don't know Wyoming. <laughs> um so so for me i think it's gonna be a toss-up between definitely middle tennessee i think they're gonna give us a run for our money just considering how last season went but who knows who knows we have a different team they have a different team it could go our way um i also think just something in my gut is also telling me that that law tech game is going to be a rough one. <laughs> it always is. I mean, last season, last season, yeah, last season we, you know, just barely squeaked by with a W in overtime buzzer beater. Every time we play law tech, it's always a rough game. Like it's always a physical, physical game. Um, so many tech, so many fouls. I mean, physical, you name it. Um, so I think those two are going to be a standout. I agree with Jacqueline, the Louis, the Loyola Marymount. It's going to be interesting because depending on if we win or lose, which way in the bracket we go and which teams we play from then on. I know. Um, I'm too interesting to see this Wyoming game. I think this Wyoming game could be it, – it could go one or, one or two ways. It could go really, really well, or it could be the opposite. You know, I just don't know much about Wyoming and, and, and they, you know, I don't know what their current 
in recent basketball successes have been. So we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. I think the season all in all, and I, I just want to say this really quickly. I know people are always going to be in their feels that we aren't having some sort of like marquee Duke, Kansas game. Um, but my response to that is why don't you try making the schedule? Yeah. And, you know, try to remember it's such a slippery slope because the better we do, you would think, oh, more visibility to get those games. But then when you do well in them, people don't want to schedule them anymore. I'm telling you, the Duke game was a turning point for a lot of teams. And we beat Duke at Duke. Then Kansas schedules us to play at Kansas, and we gave them a pretty good hell of a game. So y'all can y'all can kiss those big marquee games goodbye for a few seasons. Yeah. I mean, the only way we start getting those back is having multiple crappy seasons in a row. Like, And who wants that? They're only going to schedule us for those now if they know it's a bye game that they can win. Yeah, and it has to be like a guarantee they're going to win. But as we sure as shit know, Duke thought that was a guaranteed win. Oh, yeah. They thought that was a cakewalk. Yeah. They went into that game thinking, Stephen F. Austin, who? But by the end of the game, they knew. Hey, sure. So it's just, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, every time they post the schedule non-conference, like people just absolutely lose their shit. And they're just like, why aren't we playing any big schools? Why are we playing any Dukes or any any Kansasers or any of these big schools? And I'm like, the more success we have, the less these big teams want to play. Just like Jacqueline said, like, how, when are you going to get this through your head? Your, your, your thick noggin. It's just, it's very frustrating. And I know I'm sure, I'm sure the coaches and the players want to play those games. They try hard to schedule those games. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I would, I would literally give my, I mean, like you said earlier, I would give my left arm to put on a jersey and go on the court and, and Allen Field. I mean, well, yeah. Okay. An Allen Field house or in Cameron Indoor. Sorry. I got all like mixed up in my mind. I would I would give my left arm to go out there and get beat terribly, but unless they're sure of it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, not after Duke. Duke was a turning point after team saw what type of caliber team we put on the court every season. They, they just don't want to put that. They just don't want that chance. They don't want to. They don't want to take that chance. They don't want to take the chance where they schedule us for a bye game and we go into their home and embarrass the shit out of them. They just they don't, don't want, want the smoke. That. So. There you go. There's the there. There's the reality of it. So I mean, what do you prefer? Power five marquee games where, you know, yeah, we get paid and yeah, we have. But the only way to get those is to lose, <laughs> to lose for multiple seasons. So do you want the Power 5 marquee games in the future, but we have to lose terribly every season to get there? Or do you want to kick ass every season, win conference championships, and go to the dance? Pick one. It's a, it's a balancing scale. 
pick one. Because every time, I'm telling you, every time they, they see the schedule, but then they see the other the other teams in the whack getting those big marquee games. And I'm like, there's a reason. There's a reason that ACU, Tarleton are getting these big power five games. And if you use your, if you use your critical thinking skills, you'll be able to figure it out. So that's that's what we got to say about that. Okay, so to wrap up the podcast, we've been on here long enough. You've heard us chatting and jibber-jabbering for almost two hours now. I think we can finally say that the preseason countdown the to the tip-off on November the 6th has officially begun. We are ready. We are excited. Jacqueline Noel Parton, final thoughts about the team, the schedule, the season, upcoming, what do you got? I just can't. I, for one, I cannot wait. Um, I'm, I'm ready for season to start. I'm ready for just basketball and meaning to come back to my life. I mean, I'm being a little dramatic, but. <laughs> um, well, it is your life. And we got, we got a few exciting things coming up. So, uh, Hopefully soon we'll have a very special podcast coming for you. We don't want to tease it too much. Um, we uh, hopefully we'll get that out in time to tease an exciting event that is relevant to the special guests on that podcast. So just stay tuned because if we if we can't get it worked out in advance, we'll be doing plenty of posting and sharing um, about that. Hopefully we'll have a special podcast with our new assistant coach coming up. Uh, so if you know him and you want to put in a little good word for us, that'd be awesome too. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, soon, I don't know what the date is yet. Cause I don't think they've released it, but um, soon we'll have meet the Jacks coming up. So they have released it. Okay. And it's after the season starts. <laughs> okay. I, uh, anyway, doesn't matter, but I thought that was the case. Um, so that's odd, but, uh, yeah, it is, it is. Cause like we said, um, you know, we got to like in person or at least I did. Cause I know you saw a lot of them at the basketball camp, but I, for one in person for the first time got to lay eyes on, on all the new guys two weekends ago at the, at the football game, but didn't really get to talk to many of them. And y'all know we don't try, we try not to be too like overwhelming, uh, fan girl, whatever, um, to the new guys. We like to ingrain them slowly and not overwhelm them too much at once. But, uh, I'm looking, I'm just looking forward to meeting them and actually getting to see them play. Cause for me, I, I, it's hard for me to commit the new names to memory until I see them on the court. Cause that's what gives me like the differentiation of their personalities, you know? I agree. No, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I am, I'm stoked. I'm anxious. I'm caught. And I say this every season. Cautiously season. Cautiously optimistic. Because I, I want to be positive and I want to, you know, say that we're going to go, you know, uh, 28 and zero or ha what, however many total games we have in the season, um, you know, but that's 
extremely difficult to do. It's, there's no way, first of all, um, not with the, not with the schedule and the season and the type of caliber teams that we have in the whack. I mean, maybe if we were still in the Southland, but we don't want that. We don't want that peewee shit no more. You know, we, we want the smoke. So my, 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 I said the first one earlier. So I said the first one earlier. My my uh, motto for this season is stay healthy and bring it on, because we have a we have a lot of retribution. Like I said, we have a lot of vengeance coming. Um, we ended the season early. We ended the season before I know definitely before the guys and the coaches were ready. Um, they are ready to show the world and the whack what we could have been last season. Um, obviously, our season last year was plagued with a lot of injuries and a lot of adversity. And it was just something that, I mean, we were shocked that we won the amount of games that we did with how many people we had injured. And this is all stuff we've talked about before. So this is nothing new. So I think for me, this season is, of course, first top tier importance is stay healthy. Got to stay healthy whatever way we can, please, for the love of God and all that is holy. Like, literally, I'm praying every freaking Sunday at church. Like, come, please, Lord, just put put a little bubble over our boys and don't let them get hurt. And just be smart, gentlemen. Um, that's all I'm saying. And so staying healthy is key, hundred percent. Because when we're if we're healthy, we're dangerous, and if we're dangerous, people are gonna be shaking in their little tiny little space boots. Um, so I'm excited, always cautiously optimistic, because I'm a realist, and I know that shit always doesn't go the way that we plan it to. I know last year was not the way that we planned it to. Um, they have a lot of a lot of. I think a lot of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not payback. It's not retribution. Cause I've already said those it's, you know, they have something to prove from last year Yeah. because of course they left the first round in the conference tournament. They didn't get to 20 wins. They had all the injuries. And so I think this is the year where we, we prove who we know we are. Um, so I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready for the cool temps. I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for winter. I'm ready for basketball. I'm ready to rock our, pardon me, Alex, game day designs to all the games, um, which you can buy on our website. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready. I'm ready all around. So we're excited. We're hoping to, like Jacqueline said, get a couple more preseason podcast episodes out. Uh, before the start of the season, uh, we have a little over or under a month before that occurs. So uh, just be sticking close to social media, looking at Twitter, looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram to see when we'll be posting these and doing these lives. And, you know, of course, as always, we appreciate our supporters so much. I mean, you guys are awesome and gals are amazing. Um, those who, you know, order merchandise in our store, that money helps us you know, with travel. And so we appreciate it so much. It honestly, it helps a lot when we're trying to get to these games and do all the coverage for you. Um, 
Because obviously when we're there in person, it just makes it that much better of content and that much better of coverage. Watching it on ESPN Plus is fine, but it's just something, it's different when you're actually there. You get a whole different perspective. So um, yeah, so by buying clothes and, and helping us and supporting us in our in our new store, um, which you can access through our website, there are so many more options on there. You can get t-shirts, you can get polos, you can get hats, you can get sweaters, you can get stickers, you can get bandanas. I mean, we can put like a bunch of pet bandanas on Scotty and, and the vulnerable and have them running around the house. Um, there's so much more swag options in our new store and so many more designs that we're just continually rolling out. So if you need some game day gear, not just for basketball too, obviously that's our main gig, but uh, if you need something new for volleyball or soccer or football or, you know, obviously coming up soon is baseball and softball in the spring. So it'll all be on there. It'll all be on there and you can get whatever you want and have it shipped directly to you. So um, again, all the, all that money goes to our goes to our travel budget, basically. So um, if you want to see us go to Wyoming and Utah, buy some shirts, please. Shirts, yes, please. purses long sleeve, short sleeve, sweaters, hoodies, literally. And yeah, bottles, coffee mugs, got Christmas, Christmas on the brain, baby. We, you can get all the lumberjack gear, all the Christmas items um, that you could ever imagine on there. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think, I think that wraps it up. Any last comments from the peanut gallery out there? Whoever's listening. <laughs> Speak now or forever hold your peace. Um, no, I, I, I think uh, I think they've all said what they needed to say. But uh, we, again, appreciate everybody. We're excited to see you in the sawmill. And uh, Jacqueline, for the first time this season. I love you. No, I was saying for the first time this season, I love you. Oh. I'm ready to see you every weekend. Because in the off season, I don't get to see you very often. And hope you're ready to put more miles on your car. Uh, okay. And uh, I am ready to have my partner in crime back. <laughs> okay. Again. I know. <laughs> uh, we love you guys. Have a wonderful night. And as always, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Adios, amigos. <laughs>